Hey, it's Lula Anderson, and welcome to the Sneeman Podcast. Really hope you're doing good. I'm doing well. Uh, hope you're going to enjoy today's episode. It's going to be a really interesting one. So I don't know if anyone saw the hashtag SwedenGate. So SwedenGate basically is a situation whereby black people would go into, maybe like you have a, a white friend as a black person and you live in Sweden, right? And then maybe you visit your Swedish friend and they treat you like crap. <laughs> so a situation that happened was yeah, on Reddit, right? So there was a question that was asked. What is the weirdest thing you had to do at someone's house because of their culture or religion? So this other guy says, I remember going to my Swedish friend's house and while we were playing in his room, his mom yelled and called him to come for dinner. And check this, he told me to wait in the room while he went out and go get some food. <laughs> so, okay, is it really racist? Um, not really, because, you know, there are friends who do that. I've had friends who did, okay, not me specifically, but in other houses, because even in South Africa, there's a stereotype that uh, Sutu people are very stingy. It's a stereotype because some people, when you go to their houses, they even wait for you to go home before they eat. <laughs> so unfortunately for this guy, he went through all of that. And because he's black and they were white, obviously, it will be perceived as racist. So another person said, I slept over at a friend's house. When we woke up, he said he was going to downstairs for a few minutes. After 15 minutes, I go downstairs and what the hell is happening? They are having breakfast. <laughs> so think about it. And when they're having breakfast, they tell him, okay, go upstairs, go back upstairs, and then your friend is coming and they're finishing to eat the breakfast. So basically, they didn't want him to eat the breakfast in the morning. So yeah, when you go to uh, predominantly white societies, they might have, you know, different cultures than you, right? And when you go there, you will experience a lot of racism. And for them, it's not really a big deal because let's take it's a predominantly white country like Sweden. They never see that many black people. So in their minds and the stereotypes that they know are from, you know, TV and all of that. So some of them might not even consider you like really human. Maybe they don't even see that you are hungry and all of that. <laughs> so basically, that's the whole scanner. So this thing just brought in a wave of tweets. Like people were tweeting and telling, like uh, exposing Sweden for their racist past, you know, because at some point they used to sell, you know, chains, uh, slavery, chains for slavery, basically. <laughs> so... That whole thing was happening. So I commented and tried to chime in. And yeah, guess what? A lot of uh, people chimed in as well. And as you might expect, I was debating with a lot of uh, suspected white supremacists. You know, they were telling me, hey, do you know that maths is racist? Some people think maths is racist and things like that. So this whole thing of... Uh, because there are certain situations, you can't say it's a racist situation. Some people are just assholes. You get what I mean? But in this case, if there's a situation that happens to a black person by a white person because of society and everything that's, that has happened, 
You can't really mistreat a black person while you are white. It will always seem racist. You get what I mean? So, for example, if I'm an asshole to another black person, obviously, that's there's nothing to it. Like, I'm just an asshole. But if a white person becomes an asshole to a black person, now, how do we know that that person is just generally an asshole to everyone? And it doesn't matter if that person was black or not. You can never really know because, you know, because of the past and the things that are happening, because there are blatant situations where you can see these people are racist. So while I was debating with some of the white supremacists there, I kept on reminding them and telling them that, ah, Europe, brothers, so many white supremacists in Europe. That's why I told people, I've been telling you, I'm scared to go to Europe, bro. <laughs> I'm scared to go there. Like I used to have fantasies of, you know, going to Greece and stuff like that, but now I'm nervous, you know. Because Ukraine, when, you know, the war was happening, they discovered that the place was flourishing with white supremacists. So how can you even trust any place in Europe that there are no white supremacists, you know? That's why it's so dangerous not to have diversity. Because if you don't have diversity in your country, whatever stereotypes you have are about other races, they'll just stick because you've never even met any other race. So you'd actually believe that. So it's not a stretch of the imagination to actually think, uh, there are many white supremacists in Europe because when, uh, you know, places that are predominantly white, yeah, <laughs> you know, a lot of racism uh, will come out of there, which is quite ironic because black people, like most black countries don't even think about white people. Like it's quite strange, isn't it? And the funny thing as well is that, you know, black people right now, they should be hating white people like crazy like there should be like a huge movement for hating white people for you know the past things that white people supposedly did but obviously on my side i know it's not really generally white people it's white supremacists so they'll probably hate white people a lot but black people don't have that in them as a matter of fact even though everything that happened in the past black people still love white people there are, there are still black people who love uh, white people more than black people but on the opposite is true even though white people like rather white supremacists have oppressed black people so much they still hate black people how does that even happen you know like they have more hate for us than we have hate for them but we are the victims how does that even work <laughs> so I've been telling people like, oh man, Europe, like I'm pretty scared to go there. Like, you know, because if maybe I'm experiencing racism in my home country in Africa, imagine if I were to go to Europe, man, like <laughs> I'm toast. Like I would be in trouble. And the worst thing is if you go to Europe, right, or predominantly white countries, if you're a black person and something happens to you, it's very hard for people to actually feel sympathy for you. Like, but obviously there are nice people out there, but you wouldn't find help, you know, as quickly as you would find with your fellow black people. So I always tell black people, don't go to Europe, bruh. Stay in your country, stay in Africa. If you're thinking that you don't have opportunities in Africa, fix your country, fight with your government. You don't have to go anywhere. You don't have to go to other countries. Because right now, Africa is being bled dry from like 
uh, intelligent black people. We don't have many intelligent pe black people because the intelligent black people actually go to other countries and they become citizens in those countries. You see, so now the situation becomes worse in Africa because we don't have those people who are intelligent enough to maybe fight for us or, or even invent something that will actually improve the lives of black people. So we need all black people not to be on the diaspora. They should be in Africa and actually fighting the same war that we are fighting. We must not even run away from the, our countries, no matter how bad it gets. You get what I mean? So I was telling people, you know, when you debate on Twitter, I debated my usual, you know, I would say talking points. <laughs> you know, the usual things, you know, white supremacy, the whole world is dominated by white supremacy. And obviously they would say, no, it's not dominated by white supremacy. How can you say that? Uh, stop being acting like a victim, blah, 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 blah. You know, the usual arguments. And my question is to most suspected white supremacists, why are black people poor? And if a person is actually a white supremacist, they'll probably tell you that black people are uh, predisposed to being violent uh, and we are having a low IQ, so which means we are violent. Then at that point, you just know that person is a white supremacist. Like that conversation is over. So, yeah, man, that's what's happening right now. So, Sweden Gate, uh, is it a racist incident? Uh, not really, you know. People are just uh, assholes out there. We don't want to pick on situations whereby there are, you know, deny, there's deniability in their racism, you know. They could just say, ah, oh, no, he's an asshole. I've never experienced such thing in Sweden. But I do know one thing that uh, <laughs> the Swedish shouldn't do, you know. They are fighting to call this other, um, uh, I, I think it's chocolate balls. They want to call them end balls. <laughs> Sorry. They are fighting to call them end balls. Like, come on, man. Like, how racist is that now? That's racist. You know, it's something that you can say that it's definitely racist. Because you don't want a person to be denied, no, I'm not racist, uh, and actually explain it out. You don't want a person to be explaining their way out of a racist situation. If you're not really sure that the person is racist, suspected white supremacist. If you definitely know white supremacist, racist, you know? So another thing in Sweden that happens is they have this other festival. So in Sweden, they have their own Santa Claus. And the Santa Claus has a partner. And the partner, I forgot the name of the partner of Santa Claus, but it's like a young black kid, you see. So in Sweden, they have a festival where they dress up in blackface to actually celebrate that. Like, <laughs> now, that's racist. <laughs> now, that's racist. But, you know, for most countries, uh, only in America, there's actually a history of blackface because for other black countries, blackface doesn't mean, you know, the same thing. And maybe even in other European countries, it doesn't mean the same thing. But obviously, as a white person, when you're smearing your face, uh, you know, with coal just to be black and actually do a festival, that, that's kind of crazy. You know, it's racist, like, in itself. The only people that I think that are allowed to do that... Um, are the Mexicans, you know, because in Mexico, there's this other festival. They're actually celebrating their um, forefathers. And if you knew, Mexico was a black country at some point. And so, unfortunately, the Spanish went there and polluted their bloodline. And 
Mexicans are now white, you know. So unfortunately, they are white Hispanics. So that's a quite unfortunate. So when they celebrate that, they actually uh, do blackface, which is understandable because most Mexicans, their grandmothers are black, like literally black people. You can see that this is a black person. So I would say with them, it's quite understandable because they are really actually embracing their black side. They're not shunning their black side. So I think in that case, it's more acceptable for them to actually celebrate that. But uh, with the Swedish man, like... <laughs> <laughs> that's all bs <laughs> but anyways uh that's the episode for today hope you really enjoyed it um man it's really crazy out there but um as you know follow me on my socials and uh if you have any donations yeah do donate on the website you know we keep on pushing we keep going forward there's no going back it's the name and podcast for now sharp sharp